Welcome to the House Call Podcast. We're back with our Super Bowl predictions alongside Josh and Rocco. I'm Elliot, and here with our special guest. If uh, TikTok followers were dollar bills, he'd be a millionaire. Tim, TikTok extraordinaire. How are you doing, Tim? Good, how are you? Doing good. All right, some big news around the NFL. A.J. Brown is the only offensive starter for the Eagles that was not drafted by the Eagles, which is just ridiculous when you think about the offensive talent that is on the Eagles. Um, some trends that Rob wanted me to share. The last eight Super Bowl winners have lost the initial coin toss. So it's possible five seconds into the game, we know who's going to win and lose. We'll see if that trend continues. Um, head coach Andy Reid, as a chief, has beaten the Eagles every single time. And if you'll recall, he used to be the head coach of the Eagles and even lost a Super Bowl to Tom Brady back in the day. Roger Goodell on officiating says, quote, I don't think it's ever been better, which I think... Uh, it's probably a little bit against what some fans have been saying recently, but uh, that's what the commissioner thinks. All right, Josh, I got to ask, if Mahomes wins this ring, where does that put him in the baby goat talks? What does it do for his legacy? Gosh, I'm so glad you asked, man, because uh, I got to tell you what, I'm tired of the disrespect Mahomes is receiving at this point so early in his career. Uh, yeah, I was talking to you, Elliot, before this, and I can't wait for you to hear this, okay? Yeah. This, this is uh, Mahomes' flu game, okay? This is Mahomes' ankle game. Biggest game of his career. Tyreek's gone. Kelsey's not getting any younger. Brady had three Super Bowls by the time he was 27. Mahomes still has a chance to like catch up, but if he loses this, he's it's an insurmountable lead that uh, Brady has built on him. Um, I mean, he beat him when he was 43, so that's always going to be held against him, right? But let me give you some stats. 12 playoff games by Mahomes and already I'm it's 12 right so that's that's enough time to uh kind of gauge how he does in the postseason we're not talking his regular regular season accolades he's gonna hit he's the all-time best passer rating in the postseason all-time best touchdown to interception ratio in the postseason and the all-time best yards per game in the postseason you want to talk about the Brady 28 to 3 comeback and you know awesome amazing biggest comeback ever but how about the four double-digit comebacks, comebacks that uh, Mahomes has had? How about the being down double digits with six minutes left against the 49ers, who, uh, I mean, I guess we can all agree they were the best defense that year. Um, uh, coming down from double digits, and then by the end of the game, remind me what happened. Oh, yeah, they were up double digits when they won the game. So, comebacks aside, let's talk about... Um, all of the quarterbacks that have multiple league MVPs and also multiple Super Bowl wins. The list is small. It's not going to take long. We got Brady, Montana, Manning, and wait for it, Mahomes if he wins. The list, let me tell you, Elliot, it gets even smaller if you include uh, multiple Super Bowls plus multiple Super Bowl MVPs, which if Mahomes wins, you know he's getting that MVP because uh, it, should he did he deserve that first MVP? We don't know. They always give it to the quarterback, all right? That list is Brady, Montana, no, not Manning, just Mahomes if he wins, all right? He's been to five straight AFC title games, and the years he didn't go to the Super Bowl, he lost in overtime of the AFC title. We'll take that. 
He has to win this while he still has Kelsey as his best tight end. How many more years does he have out of Kelsey? And yeah, I'm going to say Kelsey is the best tight end ever. All right. Yeah, I know. Okay, we got some Patriot true. fans here. <laughs> we got some Patriot fans here. But honestly, if I'm starting my franchise, I'm taking Kelsey all time. Nah, that's just me. Let's get back to Mahomes. With a loss, he digs himself a hole that he's not going to get out of with that GOAT conversation. He'll be uh, noted as the top three all time. But with a win, at the age of 27, Rocco, Tim, Elliot, he will be in the top three of the GOAT conversation. How many more years are we going to get out of him? Till he's 37? Till he's 40? <laughs> I like his start. I like his start. A lot of points there. A lot of points. Not sure I can agree with almost any of that. But um, <laughs> I've always said, for me to even consider Mahomes in the GOAT conversation, not you know, the top three, you know, I'm going to talk about that, but GOAT conversation, I need five Super Bowl rings and six regular season MVPs because that'll put him tied with Montana and ahead of Peyton Manning in terms of regular season MVPs. I can understand the argument then. I probably still will call Brady the GOAT. But if he gets five rings, which I think is a significant amount of Super Bowl rings, and six regular season MVPs, he's like the best guy, best quarterback in the regular season. Like that, that's pretty undisputable. So I don't know. We'll see if he gets there. Um, I don't think he'll win the Super Bowl. We'll talk about predictions later. But uh, yeah, I hope what happens is he gets goes to one and two, and he never reaches that goat spot like you were saying. All right, Man. Brady's podcast. Let's go. Bill Belichick was on there. Rocco, how does I, you said you listened to it? So how how does this um this change the narrative that I think a lot of people subscribe to that Belichick and Brady were kind of at odds, and on there they seemed like really more than just like you know congratulations of professionalism after retirement, and it's more like. Hey, like we're, you know, deep connections. How, how does that impact that? I mean, how, how could it not be? Uh, you know, we've, we've all as Patriot fans, myself as a Patriot fan, we've seen, uh, you know, how they've acted towards each other throughout the years. Um, I think it was a, a narrative played by uh, the media to say, oh, they're at odds. And that's why Brady was leaving. And uh, I think we all know why Brady was leaving. And uh, her name was Giselle. And, uh, that's that's all over now, <clears throat> but I, I believe that the main main takeaways from this podcast um, that really kind of like hit the heart spot for me as a as a Patriots fan was whenever he was talking about he said uh, and this was um, Belichick talking about uh, Brady he said uh, for me there's there's um, I'm sorry this is Brady talking about Belichick he said for me there's nobody I'd rather be associated with um, probably one of one of my top things I took away from that is that he's saying hey. This guy's number one. He's the best coach that's ever ever been uh, for for football, and and he's he's talking about him in such a an upstanding way. Um, after I mean, it's been what three years of almost dead silence. He hasn't talked about the Patriots at all. Um, but he said, uh, from my standpoint, uh, I think there's it's always such a stupid conversation to say this Brady versus Belichick um, because that's not what a partnership is, and that's a hundred percent true. Um, the partnership was, hey, I'm going to be the coach. You're going to be the quarterback. We're going to work together, and we're going to see how far we can take this. And they took it as far as they they possibly could. Um, but to see him come back uh, and and really have uh, coach on his podcast and and give him that uh, kind of pat on the back that he did, uh, I thought that was a real absolute superstar move. Um, it, it gives Tom that kind of send off that that we all wanted to see. Um, 
But the real question is, is he coming back to Gillette? Is he going to sign that one-day contract? Is he going to retire retire again as a Patriot? Who knows? I guess we'll see. Yeah, we will. All right, let's get into our Super Bowl talk. Tim, what are your biggest narratives heading into Super Bowl Sunday? Well, for me personally, I think uh, in terms of the game itself, um, you know, I think everybody's talking about the level of greatness of Patrick Mahomes, which is fair. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is a very talented quarterback, generational talent. Um, And I think there's a lot of negative talk towards Jalen Hurts, specifically the NFC championship game. You know, the guy throws for 130 yards and everybody instantly starts hating back on Jalen Hurts. Um, You know, the Eagles are a very unique team in the standpoint of hey they're not you know they don't have to constantly pass the football if they don't need to obviously the eagles open the game up passing the football quite often i mean we saw it against the 49ers three out of their first five plays i believe were pass plays um they like to push the ball deep down the field but they win games by running the football whether it's miles sanders kenneth gainwell boston scott and i feel like that right there is going to be what wins the eagles this game if it's Kenneth Gainwell on third down, you know, pushing the line of scrimmage. The Eagles have one of the best, if not the best offensive line. And nobody's talking about them right now. Nobody's talking about them. Everybody's talking about the Chiefs. And, you know, is this going to be, you know, the, the, the Super Bowl win that Patrick Mahomes needs to continue? What you guys were talking about, continue this, this path towards being the greatest quarterback of all time. And you turn on ESPN, 95% of ESPN is talking about how the Chiefs are going to win this game and not how the Eagles could win this game. So really, it's the underdog mentality that the Eagles, you know, rode through the 2018 postseason. It's all over again. I mean, so me personally, like I said, I think the Eagles will get out early, obviously throwing the football with Jalen Hurts, you know, get A.J. Brown involved early on. But it's really going to be Miles Sanders, Ken- Kenneth Gainwell, and Boston Scott that take this game over. And I know we're talking about, you know, uh, Super Bowl stuff. My Super Bowl MVP pick, a little early here, Hassan Reddick. He's going to be the difference maker. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got 19 and a half sacks in 19 games. I mean, we saw what he did, obviously, the first drive for the 49ers. Um, he's going to take the game over. I, I, I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game like everybody expects it to be. But uh, I think the Eagles' defense just absolutely dominates the Chiefs' offensive line. That would certainly be groundbreaking to get a defensive yep. player to win the Super Bowl MVP. But that would be pretty cool. Prediction. Strong yep. prediction. Strong it's prediction. It's a hot take. <laughs> All right. So, Josh, I, I guess I got to head over to you, which, you know, even though you're wearing the, the Cowboys stuff, you're <laughs> pushing for the Chiefs. Always here. Year. Why are Why are the Chiefs going to win this game? Simply put, they have the best quarterback and the best tight end to ever play this game. And you know what? By the end of their careers, they'll be known as that. All right. Here, here's here's my prediction. Top to bottom, Eagles have it. Y'all are right. Eagles have it. Top to bottom. But what is, what is the most important position in football? I'm going to go with the quarterback. I'm going to go with Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to go with his legacy. Jalen Hurts, you know. We're not talking about his legacy because it doesn't make sense at this point. Also, if it, like Tim said, if Hassan Reddick is going to be your Super Bowl MVP, 
that doesn't give me too much confidence in the Eagles that you're saying the defensive player is going to be the best bet to win the MVP. You know if the Chiefs win, you know what you're going to get out of them. And I'm just put, I'm putting all my money on the homes. Also, I agree with you, Tim. It's not going to be a high-scoring high scoring affair. Like, nothing in the 30s. I, th I would bet the under. It's 50 and a half right now. I would bet that under. And I would take 27-23 Chiefs over the Eagles. Wow. I guess, Tim, I should ask you, do you have your official score prediction for the Super Bowl? Uh, I do. I don't okay. like doing score predictions because it, it jinxes stuff, I feel like. But I will say it. Um, I've got the Eagles 23-14 over the Chiefs. Okay. All right, Raquel. Lay it out for me. Who's going to win this game? Why? Score prediction. Uh, you know, I, I, I really hate to be this guy, um, but I got I to gotta agree with Josh here. Um, I think Mahomes has it. Uh, I don't particularly like Mahomes, um, but being a lifelong uh, Patriots fan, I cannot stand the Eagles. Uh, I can't even stand thinking about, and I live in Pennsylvania, man. Um, so this is real hard for me, um, but I, I can't stand even thinking about them uh, making it uh, or even winning this this game. But I, I will say that Mahomes is just, he's a strong talent. Is he the GOAT? No. Um, will he be? Maybe. Um, but I do think that uh, with Travis Kelsey out there, uh, you know, stagging balls on the on third down like he does, there's there's no one that doesn't like him in the game. Now I will say I do like the whole uh, Jalen being the the new the new guy to do the um, the quarterback sneak. He's like the the best in the world at it now or whatever they're saying. Um, I'm, I like seeing that, but there's nothing like seeing Kelsey just. Boom, grab a ball out of the air on the third on third down and uh and extend the drive. I, I'm just telling you, they're they're the best combo out there right now. So Josh, you're right. It's gonna be it's gonna be a win for uh Kansas City. All right, then what's the score? Lay it on. I don't have a I don't have a uh, score prediction, but I will say it's gonna Whip be something low. up. You got it. Yeah, uh, let's let's go with you know what? I'll say uh I'll say 14-7. I'm going to go. What? Is the yeah. final score? Low. Wow. Low game. I'm telling that you. Is the, low. These two, I'm telling you, the defenses are good. This is going to be a, a real, real boring Super Bowl to watch. Hmm. All right. Well, could be right. Um, all right. I, for one, I'm professionally. See, here's the thing. I enjoy watching NFL games. I think recently I've really gotten into not just watching Patriots games, but watching like the primetime games, watching just random one o'clock games, because that that really you can get some of the gems when you're not personally invested in either team. I love watching great players. I love watching great quarterbacks. The problem I get is when the quarterbacks become to the level where people start saying, I think he's the baby goat or he'll be the one to eclipse Brady does not sit right with me. So that's when I start rooting against that quarterback, the Mahomes. I, like Josh Allen, I like because nobody – Lamar Jackson, I like because nobody's saying, oh, he's the next Brady. They're just the guys right now. Patrick Mahomes, though, ever since we started those comparisons, I've actively been rooting against him. I see, from what I've been seeing, if you look at last year's AFC Championship between the Bengals and the Chiefs, um, the Chiefs got out to a flying offensive start. And they, they, like, missed on a touchdown right before half, but it really could have been a higher-scoring game. It seemed like in the second half they might have gotten caught up in the mentality of, all right, we just need to run out the clock, make sure no one gets injured, get into the Super Bowl. And that ended up coming back to Biden because the Bengals made a push. That was not the narrative I saw this time around. Um, the offensive prowess that we were supposed to see, I, it just it did not feel the same to me. They're still offensively one of the best teams in the NFL, 
but it wasn't that generationally great talent that I think everyone was kind of expecting. Um, and, you know, again, like they, they're a great team, but are you the best team in the NFL? Because that's got to be the question. The Eagles, on the other hand, I've kind of been waiting for them to really get a challenge, you know, like I think it, they were at least obviously they started great to the season. Uh, and then Jalen Hurts got injured. And then there was that kind of like, oh, will they get the one seed? Can the Cowboys come back? And they, they figured it out when Jalen came back. And then they had the bye week. And then it's like, well, now, now that Jalen's been out for a while, are they going to be able to maintain this momentum? And then they routed the Cowboys. It was like, okay, well, now the 49ers are pretty good. Routed the 49ers. I know there was quarterback controversy there. You know, everyone was getting injured. But two blowouts in the playoffs leading up to a Super Bowl is a pretty good spot to be in. And I just don't see any situation where the Chiefs can overcome that. Um, because I, I just don't think that it wasn't like the Bengals and the Chiefs were just so high level. They were maximizing each other's potential. It looked to me the opposite, honestly. It looked like they were just, they were at the same level, but I, I don't know. No, neither was particularly offensively dominant in my view. So I, my prediction, and this is pretty groundbreaking too, 38-17 Eagles. I got a blowout. I got Patrick Mahomes having not just two Super Bowl losses, two Super Bowl blowouts. And that'll pretty pretty uh, clearly take him out of the conversation for a while. So we'll see what happens there. Josh, you don't like that? Oh, man, we we will see what happens. Uh, Tim, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm uh, interested. Uh, a little side note for the Super Bowl. I really thought uh, I drafted Kenneth Gainwell in fantasy, thinking we were going to see a regular season breakout, Miles Sanders falling. He had his true breakout for the 49ers. Um, do you think he's going to see more touches than Miles Sanders or, you know, out of that running back backfield? Wh who do you think is going to pop off? So I think majority in terms of snaps, I think Miles Sanders will take the majority. Um, and that's kind of how it's been all year. Um, and then Kenneth Gainwell, Boston Scott have split the rest. But this postseason, I mean, we saw it with the Giants. Kenneth Gainwell had 113 yards against the Giants or whatever it was. Now, granted, a lot of it was garbage time, but that momentum carried through the 49ers game, and Kenneth Gainwell played better than Miles Sanders and Boston Scott. So what I think we're going to see is we're going to see Miles Sanders used early, those first two to three series, and then they're going to switch to Kenneth Gainwell for two to two to three series. And then from there, I feel like they're going to just take the hot hand. If they say, hey, Kenneth Gainwell, first off, the other thing too, Kenneth Gainwell is a better pass catcher than Miles Sanders. So... If you're getting into those third and eight situations where you could utilize a, you know, a tailback screen, that kind of thing, Kenneth Gainwell is going to be in the ball game. So I think Kenneth Gainwell is going to be that wild card for the Eagles offense. The other thing too, completely unrelated, but obviously we were talking about a lot with Travis Kelsey. Um, the Eagles defense matches up decently well with Travis Kelsey. Absolutely. And I know that sounds strange because the Eagles, you look at the Eagles linebacking core, they don't really have any true superstars, especially like a guy like TJ Edwards, not a superstar. You go and look at them though, they're undersized and they're athletic. They can run with these tight ends. That's what this defense is designed for. TJ Edwards, if he has to get out in space, he can cover space. Nicobe Dean, who's not even a starter, he's the same way. You know, Georgia had him in a similar a similar role. So truthfully, if if it comes down to it, I think the Eagles will do just fine against Travis Kelsey. They were holding their own early on against George Kittle. Now, obviously, he had one reception on that first drive, but they're all going to be contested. It's Everything's going to be contested defensively. So it's it's going to be interesting to watch, needless to say. 
definitely. Um, you're talking about their running game. If the Chiefs can shut down their running game effectively, do you think that they can rely on their passing game to a point where they can win a Super Bowl with it? I think so. I mean, obviously, you've got Devontae Smith and A.J. Uh, Brown on the outside, but a guy that isn't very talked about him a lot, Wes Watkins, he's the speedster. I mean, sure, he doesn't get a lot of receptions. He had the bad game against the Commanders where he fumbled the football. But, I mean, you got Quez Watkins, you got Zach Paschal. I mean, you've got a lot of talented in terms of speed and everything like that. You've got a lot of speed on the perimeter. Um, the other thing, too, is if they do stop the, the run game in terms of, you know, with the running backs, Jalen Hurts can open it right back up with the quarterback draw. I mean, we've seen it before. You go five wide, you spread Dallas Goddard out, you have – Everybody spread out. Now, defensively, you have to, you know, play that, right? You can't have seven, eight guys in the box. And if you do, Jalen Hurts is going to say, all right, well, I'm just going to dump it off to Dallas Goddard or whoever the case may be. So if it does occur where, you know, the Chiefs defense is stopping the Eagles run game, I would not be shocked if uh, Nick Sirianni says, hey, we're spreading everybody out. We're going five wide. Jalen Hurts, you pick it up, run it six, seven, eight yards, slide. And then now that has the Chiefs defense saying, hey, we need to have another guy in the box. Well, if you put that extra guy in the box, the Eagles are going to throw the football. So, I mean, it's it's a poor mismatch for the Chiefs defense with the Eagles offense just because they're so dynamic and they can do so much. Yeah, the Eagles have a lot of weapons. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, all right, Rocco, who do you think has the better defense here? Like, who, who should we expect to shut down the other offense more effectively? You know, I'm going to hope that it's the Chiefs, but um, like I said, the the Eagles are are just as good defensively, in my opinion. I mean, um, just look at the season they had, monster season for the Eagles. Um, they have, uh, well, let's go back to the Chiefs. So as far as the Chiefs are concerned, um, I think that they're uh, almost situationally, you would have to count them in, especially when you're looking at uh, the current, uh, you know, this current matchup with the Eagles. I think that they have a better match up with having some of these taller bigger faster guys and i'm sorry about that tim i know you just went through all these guys uh but they have some of the taller bigger faster maybe maybe not faster in most cases but faster guys um and i think that that's going to be the real thing is you got a guy like mahomes slinging the ball uh if if, if he can put it in the right place you're going to see those guys get to the right places they need to be uh especially you know talking about travis kelsey so defensively um, I think the Eagles uh, definitely can match up, uh, you know, as far as speed, but I don't see them being able to do everything that the that the uh, um, that the Chiefs defense is able to do. Um, and that's going to be uh, a big tell uh, within, I would say, the first maybe 20 minutes of the game. We're going to see if I'm right or if I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, definitely true. Josh, how much do you anticipate turnovers, specifically quarterback interceptions uh, influencing this game? Yeah, obviously, I I don't think Mahomes is gonna throw in this game. Really? Uh, that's that that's just a more legacy. I'm riding I'm riding with him, but um, and I don't think Jalen Hurts is gonna throw it enough to um to have an interception. They're they're one of the safest. They have one of the best turnover ratios in the league. Um, but that Philly D man, that Philly D, I'm very scared of. They had over. They're the first or second team ever to have over 70 sacks. Um, four different players with over 10 sacks on the year, uh, including Hassan Reddick, who's going to be an absolute monster. But all of them aside, 
I still think Chris Jones is the number one defensive player for mm. both teams. So I, I don't think we're we're gonna see a a turnover on an interception. I actually think it's gonna be either a strip sack or a fumble of some sort. Um, so obviously huge, but um, Chris Jones is gonna be is gonna require a double team on the outside. So I wouldn't be surprised if to start the game the Chiefs can stifle the Eagles running attack. So we'll see if Jalen Hurts throws some more. I'd say the quarterback that will have a turnover is Jalen Hurts. Interesting. Um, all right, Tim, say we get to halftime and the Eagles are down big. Uh, how do you think the game plan will change? Let's assume they're running the ball a lot to start and the Chiefs are able to stop it. And the Chiefs will know essentially that they're going to pass it a lot. How, what adjustments do you think the Eagles will end up making at halftime? Right. Now, obviously, now, if it's numerous scores, you're going to have to pass the football more. But I think if it's a situation where, let's say the Eagles are down 10 at half, I don't think anything changes. I mean, that's been the thing all year with the Eagles is they never panic. They never flinch. Hey, they'll take their punches. But at the end of the day, they're going to remain and do what they do best, right? And that's when you start seeing, you know, teams really fall behind is if they, you know, get out. If the Chiefs get out to an early lead or any team gets out to an early early lead, you'll say, oh, shoot, like we need to do something else. That's never been the Eagles this year. They don't panic, right? When things aren't going their way, it's like, hey, let's get back to work. Like I take, for example, the Commanders game, right? Eagles got out early. Commanders came back and, you know, the Eagles had numerous chances where they could have scored. But even when they were struggling, nothing changed. They were still doing their normal game plan. They just obviously a couple turnovers, costly. Um, but like I said, I, I don't think if it's a 10 point game, anything like that, I don't think anything changes. Do what they're going to continue to do. What got them there is, like I said, using the play action pass, opening up things with uh, the run game, everything like that. So I don't think much will change. Yeah, I think I'd agree with you there. All right, Rocco, regardless of outcome of the Super Bowl, who is poised to come in the next season better, the Eagles or the Chiefs? Uh, I think, uh, well, better, probably probably going to be the Eagles. Um, I think they're going to come in uh, looking like superstars again. Uh, I think that they were counted out um, way too early in the beginning of the season. Yeah, they had an easy uh, roster, sure. I mean, they, they they beat some some simple teams up front. Um, but I think that this next year is going to be the, kind of a decider. Like, is this Eagles team the real deal or not? Um, I'm not up on who's getting traded currently or who's uh, coming up on uh, um, as a free well, agent. The Eagles, Eagles have a lot of high draft picks, which usually you yes. wouldn't see from a Super Bowl team. But right. they, they got lucky there. So, yeah, or so skillfully scary. traded. So that's going to be another thing then, being able to pick a bunch of draft picks. That's going to be, ooh, they're going to look, uh, they're going to look monstrous coming into the next this next season. Yeah. How many first rounders they got? Is it is it three? Two. 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 Okay. My goodness. Coming off a Super Bowl. Yeah. They're not going to have a hangover. That's for yeah. sure. They're poised. Yeah, it is definitely a lot different because the Rams team last year, the super team idea, it feels like that's what the Eagles have, but. They didn't lose everything in the future to get this present team. So it's possible, very possible, we could see an Eagles dynasty almost. I, I know that's hard to say when they haven't even won one, but oh, I guess they, they won one a while ago. But when, they haven't won this one yet. Um, speaking of dynasties, Josh, are the Chiefs still – how are the Chiefs going to recover from the loss if they, if they end up losing this one? Are they still a top team? Are they still a dynasty? Are they still able to keep it going? I mean, five AFC titles last five years. You could say you could say they're in the middle of one, but 
Kelsey's not getting any younger. I, I keep yeah. I keep saying it. I'm a little worried about him. Uh, I think you got two years left. You got two years left. That's that's your window, at least with Kelsey. But you lose Tyreek Hill and you're still in the Super Bowl. So as long as you got as long as you got uh, Mr. Kermit the Frog himself, Mr. Mahomes, you're set for the next decade. But they got to make some moves. And uh, when was the last time he had a top 15 defense? I don't it's not this year. It's uh, the last time he won a Super Bowl was the last time he had a top 15 defense. So uh, that's they they have a lot of areas to cover that he's been he's been covering their deficiencies for sure. Uh, I think they have a shot at two more years. So if I'm reading that correctly, you're saying that Patrick Mahomes got bailed out by his defense in the Super Bowl? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, absolutely not. When you put up over 30 points, uh, you don't get bailed out of nothing. Just a Brady joke there. Uh, all right well with that being said this will be a a very exciting super bowl sunday one of the best i think i don't think we've seen one with this this high quality of teams uh in a while so i'm I'm really excited thanks everyone for coming on tim special thanks to you uh thanks to our sponsor liquid iv and apparently we have tons of other ones i can't even name them all but uh thanks to all of our sponsors make sure to follow us on all our social media youtube instagram twitter tiktok and now facebook i think it's pretty new Anyway, this is the House Call Podcast. Signing off.